worship you as the deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth after thee you alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship thee you alone are my strength my shield to you alone may my spirit yield you alone are my heart's desire and I long out of town, um, but we'll just have a good time in the Lord this morning. Let's try key of D, who am I? It's been a long time since we've tried this one. <clears throat> when I think of how he came so far from glory, came and dwelt among the lowly, such as I. I messed that part up right there. <clears throat> it's been 
like it's been a long time since we've done this one. Let's try that beginning of that verse, that verse again. When I think of how he came so far from glory, came and dwelt among the lonely, such as I, to such
same key. I've just come into a valley, one like I've never been before. I keep searching for a way out. Seems like padlocks are on the doors. Oh, there must be another sunrise, another sunset that I'll see. God will make this trial a blessing. That's the love he has for me. God will make this trial a blessing. Though it sends me to my knees. Though my tears flow like a river. Yet in him there's sweet relief. There's no need to get discouraged. No need to talk to God will make this trial a blessing, and the whole wide world will see. I was not the first one to come into this place. You see, every child of God, this test he must face. Oh, it's here that God will mold you, make you what you ought to be. Just be patient, you will see. God will make this trial a blessing, though it sends me to my knees. Though my tears flow like a river, yet in Him there's sweet relief. There's no need to get discouraged, no need to talk defeat. God will make this trial a blessing. And the whole wide world will see. Standing on the mountain, looking back, I can see. When I was in that lowest valley, his strong hand was leading me. Oh, it's good to see the sunshine and to taste sweet victory. God has made this trial a blessing. Oh, the grace he gives to me. God will make this trial a blessing. Though it sends me to my knees. Though my tears flow like a river. Yet in him there's sweet relief. No need to get discouraged. Talk defeat. will make this trial a blessing. And the whole wide world will see. Now I'm standing on the mountain. Looking back, I can see. When I was in that lowest valley, the strong hand was leading me. Oh, it's good to see the sunshine and to taste sweet victory. God will make this trial a blessing. Oh, the grace he gives to me. God will make this trial a blessing. Though it sends me to my knees. Tears flow like a river. Yet in him there's sweet relief. There's no need to get discouraged. No need to talk defeat. God will make this trial a blessing. 
Good to see Brother Jimmy back in the house of the Lord. The Lord touched him. He said from yesterday, today was quite the turnaround. So very thankful. Very thankful for that. As always, we hold our pastor up in prayer. So he'll be ministering this morning. Let's just pray the Lord give him a special touch this morning. And from Sister Burbeth, praise report. Says my niece streamed our service last Sunday. She said she was not feeling well, but during the service, she felt the presence of God and claimed her, her healing. She, she gave back the tormentor what he had given to her. By the grace of God, she said she was healed. Amen. So very thankful for that. God is certainly on time. Amen. Let's remember those that are out of town. Um, for Brother Uriel and Sister Roses, they did the traditional Congolese uh, ceremony yesterday in the the normal American ceremony will be this Saturday, so I believe all of our Congolese are out of town. So let's re- remember all of them. Lord, give them travel mercy. I know some are coming back during the week and then going back up this weekend. So let's remember them. Continue to remember Sister High as she's traveling. Lord, will give her travel mercies. Sister Sharon Van Wick, um, Holly Cox, Sister Erica Parker, Sister Marilyn, Sister Eugenia, and Sister Pearl. We don't want to ever forget any of those who've asked us for our prayers. Amen. Brother Siggy, if you wouldn't mind, come take us to the Lord in prayer this morning. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Amen. Let's bow our head. Precious Heavenly Father, we come before your throne, Lord, with nothing in our hands, Lord, but simply to your cross that we cling. Oh, Lord, we want to thank you, Lord God, for your presence, Lord God, from last Sunday, Lord. and Lord, what you did, Lord God, and what you continue to do in our lives, Lord God, throughout the week. Father, we approach your throne of grace, Lord God, with humility, Lord. And Lord God, with just a brokenness, Lord Jesus, asking that you would come, Lord, and take up the preeminence of each and every one of us, Lord. Spirit of the living God, we especially commit, Lord God, our precious pastor in your hands, Lord, and Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for touching him, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for rehydrating his body, Lord God, and giving him the strength, Lord God, to be here, Lord God, to speak a word of truth to us, Lord Jesus. 
And Spirit of a living God, this moment, Lord, we pray, committing each and every one, Lord God, all the requests that came before us, Lord, those that are traveling, Lord God, and Father, Lord God, those that made it, Lord God, from last week, Lord God, of travel, Lord Jesus, and Father, Lord God, those that are sick and afflicted in your bodies, Lord. Father, your servant tells us, Lord God, that the body of Christ is the sickest body he's ever seen, Lord God, and tonight, uh, this morning, Lord. We pray, committing each and every one of them in your hands, Lord God. Your word tells us, Lord God, to pray for the sick and they shall recover, Lord. And Father, we stand, Lord God, over that faith, Lord God, and ask that, Lord God, you would go before, Lord God, each and every one of us, Lord God, and will you strengthen each and every one of them, Lord, from the crowns of your heads, Lord God, to the soles of your feet, Lord God. And Father, may they begin, Lord God, to feel, Lord God, to touch, Lord God, of your bodies, Lord Jesus. Oh, Spirit of a living God, we ask that you would come, Lord God, and, oh, Father, prepare our hearts, Lord God, to receive the word, Lord God, even as it comes forth, Lord. Oh, may our hearts, Lord God, oh, be good ground, Lord God, and may the word, Lord God, be sown, Lord God, deep. And, Father, Lord God, may germinate, Lord God, and begin to grow, Father, Lord God, and may we receive, Lord God, from you, oh, more, Lord God, than we came, Lord God, or to receive. And, Father, we shall be careful at the end of it all to give you praise. We shall be careful at the end of it all to give you the adoration for you, our Lord God, worthy of our praise, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, Lord God, of everything, Lord God, this morning, and we thank you, Lord God, for this day that you've done and this day that you've made, Lord God, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. For this we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We'll have everyone bring their, if you want to bring your mission offering at this time, same key of D. I believe he's coming back like he said. Let's try that one. Oh, high upon a mountain called Transfiguration, an angel of the Lord declared that it would be. He said,
and tithe and offering at this time. Key of F, Jesus use me. Oh, Jesus use me. And oh, Lord, don't refuse me. Surely there's a work that I can do. Even though it's humble, Lord, help my will to crumble. Though the cost be great, I'll work for you. Dear Lord, I'll be a witness if you will help my Know that I'm not worthy, Lord, of thee. My eyes of faith I see thee upon the cross of Calvary. Dear Lord, I cry, let me thy servant be. I'll stand for thee, dear Jesus, whatever the cost may be. I'll spread the gospel to the lost each day. If it be thy will, Lord, to send me o'er the sea, I'll follow thee, though death should come my way. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. It's the beautiful rose of Sharon. He's all the world to me. But most of all, he is my coming king. Jesus, use me. Oh, Lord, don't Surely there's a work that I can do. Even though it's humble, Lord, help my will to crumble. Though the cost be great for you. Amen. You can be seated. Sister Christie has a song for us this morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, Thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies 
song as we invite our pastor out this morning. Give if he, he is light. 
His Shekinah surrounds us like an open sea. I bow low in His presence. I dare not retreat. Oh, the glow of His mercy and His love so divine fills my soul He is light, He is light, He is light, He is light, and in Him there is no darkness, He is light, He is light, there's no shadow at all. There 
He is in the light. No need for stumbling. We're not in darkness. There's not even a shadow. Hallelujah. See, see, shadows are created when something gets in the way. See, when you're walking the right path, there's nothing in the way. Because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in church. Amen. It's good to be able to be in church. Amen. It's good to have a desire to be in church, Amen. isn't it? Amen. The devil is a liar. Amen. And I'm standing here this morning. I'm claiming my promises. And he's still a healer. You know, the devil is, is very shrewd, he's very subtle, but he tells on himself. He always lets me know that I'm on the right track. Um, because if you ain't doing something right, he don't fight you. If you're not a threat to his kingdom, he'll leave you alone. But yesterday I was at the house doing some work there at the house and I overdid it. I got too hot. Um, I don't know how it, there was any moisture left in my bo- in my body after all that, the sweating that I did. Uh, I come home and uh, I was extremely nauseous. I took a shower and sat down and I was trying to fight it. And Ashlyn was uh, coming home with some Pepto-Bismol, good old Pepto-Bismol, trying to knock it out. And I'm praying, Lord, I do not want to throw up. I do not. I was so nauseous. I was so sick in my stomach. So I'm... And, you know, Walmart's only about seven minutes from the house. Mm. And it took her seven days to get home. <laughs> you know, when you're in need for something, it, time just stands still, right? It's like, where'd she go, you know? Where'd she go to Alabama? Where'd she go? So she finally come home. And, and as soon as I took the dose of Pepto-Bismol and it hit my stomach... I couldn't get to the bathroom only fast enough, and I absolutely, uh, I don't mean to make you sick, but it was bad. It was absolutely uncontrollable, and I don't know how many times I ended up vomiting. Uh, Obviously, I got a heat exhaustion. That's the second time that I've done that, and uh, had a horrible night as well, and trying to study and find the mind of the Lord, and devil fighting me the whole time and so I get up this morning what little sleep I had and there it is again so I text the brothers just say don't pray for me thank him we got to approach it right we got to approach it right don't ask him to go back to Calvary thank him for what he's already done so I'm here this morning by the grace of God and the message will get through whether it's five minutes, ten minutes, or an hour, the message will get through. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 2. 
You pray, I'll preach. If I exit stage left real quick, don't worry. We'll have somebody take the service for a few minutes while I get, while I, I get done, then I'll come back. <laughs> I'll go ahead and let you know if you see me leave the platform very quickly, you know what's going on. Because when it hits me like that, no stopping. And I do not want to do that in public. So I will knock that door down. So don't stand between me and the bathroom. Because I'll hurt you in Jesus' name. <laughs> See, he's going to open it for me. That's, that's sir. It's a man that knows. He's been there. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 12. This is the text that Brother Bradham takes when he preaches broken cisterns. Verse number 12 of Jeremiah 2. Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be very desolate, saith the Lord. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. So obviously there are dead waters. The fountain of living waters and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. John chapter 4. Very familiar to us all, I'm sure. John chapter 4. Verse 5. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. It was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink. Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. May God add his blessings to the reading of his word. You can be seated this morning. To save time, uh, another scripture that tells us that out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. So we find scriptures uh, in, the, uh, in the Bible that tells us and talks about living water. So I, as the Holy Spirit began to deal with me on this uh, subject, and uh, in Jeremiah chapter 2, where we looked, and Brother Bram preached broken cisterns, I listened to that sermon, I don't know, three or four times yesterday, that one sermon, to get the idea of what Brother Branham was talking about in his thought process. Um, and in that scripture, God says uh, that his people had, had done two evils. Right. 
They had left the fountain of living water and then hewed them out broken cisterns. Now I want you to think about that for just a minute. Who, who would uh, uh, go into a cabinet and get a cup, you can go get, get, get something to drink? Who would get one that's broken? One that couldn't hold a liquid. One that as soon as you put the liquid in it, it would leak out. But yet this is what Israel had done. They had hewed them out broken cisterns. Man-made, Brother Ram says, man-made cisterns. He said, but God himself is a fountain of living waters. And he goes on in that message to tell us what the living waters is. He says, it is an artesian well. An artesian well is something that is an underground river. An underground source of water that literally has no end. When they dug the well on this property for this church and this, our facilities here, they actually tapped into, and it was no mistake, they tapped into an artesian well. On this property, we have an artesian well. When you, you use the, the facilities here, you're drawing from an artesian well. That is no, not any mistake by any stretch of the imagination. When Jesus uh, approaches the woman of Samaria and says, If you would have asked of me, all you got to do is ask. If you would have asked of me, I would have given to you living Water. See, when you drink of this natural water, you'll thirst again. And you'll have to come back and you'll draw again. And you'll have to come back and draw again. See, the world has made many substitutes for water. All kinds of things when you go to the store, all kinds of things you can drink to try to quench your thirst. But there is nothing that man has made that can quench thirst like water. And even further than that, living water. That is a real thing. Living water is pure water. It has minerals in it. it. It is undefiled. Man has not tapped into it yet. Man has not touched it and made it a hybrid system yet. It is pure water that God has made. And, and it's a real thing as opposed to dead water. It has the right substances in it that we need in our body. We are made up of 73% water, our bodies. 73% of our body is water. 83% of your blood is water. So ask yourself, if you don't drink enough water, you're going to grow weak. You're going to become anemic. You're going to have all kinds of infections and all kinds of health problems if, if you don't drink enough water. Water is the second most essential thing to life. The first thing being air. The second is water. But we have many substitutes. And, and this is what we say when, we, when I drink Dr. Pepper as opposed to water. It has water in it. <laughs> and it does. So that's our excuse. Well, I'm getting my intake of what? No, you're not. You're getting fat where you're getting. <laughs> you won't get fat drinking water. It's just impossible. You won't get fat drinking water. You'll actually lose weight drinking water. But see, water is bland. Water literally has no flavor. So we have to add something to it to make it uh, palatable. 
We add the, the powders, you know, to make it, you know, taste better. The raspberry lemonades and uh, uh, whatever, whatever you like to make it taste better. Because water, there is no beauty in him that we, we should desire him. If we ain't careful, we'll add something that don't need to be in there. He said, if you'll, if, you'll, if, if you'll ask of this, living waters, you'll never thirst again. See, when I come to this message, see, I was born basically in the message, but I still had to come to the message. Being born in it wasn't good enough. I had to have my own relationship with the Lord and have a revelation that this message is true. I had to have that. I didn't get it from mama. I didn't get it from daddy. I got it from Jesus. That way I know no man can take it from me because no man give it to me. And once I came to this, come to an understanding of what this message is, I've never thirsted again for anything else to go anywhere else and find any other type of water. Now, I've thirsted for more of the same, but I've never wanted anything different. That's why he said you'll never thirst again. You'll never want anything different. Once you see, see this is thus saith the Lord, Amen. you'll never look for anything different. Amen. This satisfies me. Amen. This gives me what I need. Amen. This is living water. Amen. It builds the inner man. Yes, sir. It gives me the substances, the minerals, and the, all the different things that are in living water. It, it, it gives to the spiritual man. And builds him up. The more I drink, the bigger I can get spiritually. Brother Bram said, if you want, if you want to grow in Christ, you've got to drink in and then push out. But you can't push out fruit unless you're drinking in living water. And see, understand the Bible says rivers out of your belly shall flow rivers of... Oh, see... We want Jesus to be doing all the work. He says, no, out of your belly. If you'll drink of the living water, then from your belly shall flow. From you. Things that people need in this life, they can get it from you. You will be that source, oh my. Some people aren't, aren't receiving this too well, but it's still the Bible. Out of your belly. People are drinking from you. As you're living your life and you're not trying to put on an act. You're just living. He's living the life through you. You're not trying to be spiritual. You're not trying to be holy and religious and righteous. No, I'm just, I'm who I am. He's living the life through me. I'm not trying to be some, some supernatural or, or spiritual religious person. I don't think I'm better than anybody else because I don't do certain things. The reason I don't do certain things is because I don't have a desire to do certain things. Because he don't desire those things, therefore I don't. Because greater is he that's in me. So there's a person in me. He, greater is he. And that person is living water. And as I live out my life on a daily basis, other people, whether you know it or not, other people are drawing from your well. Be careful the water that you're dispersing. 
Because understand, sweet and bitter cannot come from the same fountain. You're either dispensing sweet or bitter. Not both. There's people that are in your, your circle of life that need what you have. You become the source of life. How does the seed come? It comes through the body. He's not the body. He's the head. We're the body. So life comes through the body. Brother Ram said, how does my life come? Through the body. You know what he's talking about. I don't think he's playing it. The life comes through the body. So, so Jesus is not, when Jesus comes back, he's not coming back on the earth. We meet him in the air. But he is on the earth. He is on the earth right now. The same Jesus in the bride form. The only thing he changed was his mask. But it's the same Jesus, same character, same person. He can't change and be God. So if we're drawing from, if we had tasted of this living water, and he said you'll never thirst again, again so, 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 then we become that source of life. We become that source of living water because we've tasted of it. And you know, there's been people that have tasted of the same living water that you have and walked away. Friend, I've been in church all my life. 53 years I've been in church. And I've seen thousands, literally thousands of people come and go. I've seen them come to an altar. I've seen them go down in baptism. The right way, in Jesus' name. Name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The right, not in titles, the right way. Come to an altar, go to the baptism pool, and then six months later, back out in the world. They tasted of truth, but didn't satisfy them because they wasn't looking for the same thing you was. See, there's, there's still people that's looking for pleasure and sin for a season. See, God doesn't offer pleasure and sin just for a season. See, God, God doesn't offer seasonal pleasure. God offers eternal pleasure. See, all Satan can offer you young people is some, something for a season. See, and that season will come to an end. You see, you can tell the cooler weather, thank God, in the mornings, in the evenings, because the season is changing. All seasons change. Seasons of life change. And that's all Satan can offer is a season. And people thirst after that. They lust after that. And they don't care if it's just a season. They want to get all they can for that season. Knowing that it's going to come to an end. Listen, you got the, the, the people out there living, living a certain lifestyle, it's coming to an end. You, your body can't, can't take but so much. After a while, it gets wore out. They're partying and they're having a big time in their younger years. When they get older, become grandpas and grandmas. All that partying life comes to an end. The body can't take it no more. Because we're all grown old. Even, even people out yonder uh, is grown old. And all that partying will get old. It won't bring them the pleasure it once did. You know why? The season ended. And then they'll start looking for something else. 
That's why people end up overdosing on drugs because they're looking for something. Something hadn't been satisfied yet. Aren't you, aren't you glad you've been satisfied? I thank God I've been satisfied. I haven't had to look, look anywhere else for satisfaction. Only Jesus can satisfy. And you have to understand it's the right Jesus. Because Paul said they'll come preaching another Jesus. Only the right Jesus can satisfy. When you drink of this water, and then you become the source of living water. Because God has placed you in this life for a purpose. You're not here just taking up space. We all have a reason for being here. We all have a purpose. All of us. And that's to be a witness. Most of you will never preach a sermon behind a pulpit. But every day of your life, you're preaching a sermon. Oh, my. Brother Bram says what Jeffersonville, Indiana needs is lived voices. Not just talking it, but living it. Walking it. See, the Bible don't say that Enoch talked with God. Your Bible says something different than mine. No, my Bible says Enoch walked with God. And he was not. It was his walk that caused the rapture. Brother Bram said, where the church is failing is on that walk. Sometimes, no, not sometimes, all the time. I feel like that I'm not really getting what God has given me. I feel like I'm cutting myself short. I'll, I'll, I'll explain myself. Just hang on. I feel like that, that um, as Brother Brenham used this terminology, untapped resources, that there's, that there's things within me. I'm not talking about going out somewhere out yonder, but it's within me. This earth has resources in the earth that we, that we tap from every day. And I've looked at this several years ago, but I'm going to revisit it. And obviously these numbers have changed since then, but this will give you an idea. Every day, now this is, this is back, like I said, about 10, 12 years ago. Uh, no, farther back than that. 2007, they did a, uh, a census and... Um, 85 million barrels of oil a day are taken from the earth. Y'all didn't hear that. 85 million, and there's 42 gallons in a barrel. 85 million, 85,664 barrels a day in 2007 of oil was taken from the earth. It was already there. God didn't just make a deposit that day and then then take it out. No, it was already there. In order for you to run your gas, you have to say that now because they have electric vehicles. In order for you to run your gas vehicle, gasoline comes from oil. And if 85, in 2007, uh, 
85 million barrels a day. And we still ain't run out. <laughs> We're in 2023. And they're still pulling oil from the earth. It's called an untapped resource. There's, it seems like the more they pull out, pull out, the more there is. They have not found the end to it. There is, in, in the United States, you know, we don't get oil from our own soil. We get from other countries, which is ridiculous. If you had, some, if you had oil in your backyard... Would you buy it from Chevron? <laughs> no, I'd be drilling in my backyard. That's my oil. In other words, that's free. It's mine. But because we have people in office that when God was handing out brains, they played hooky that day. And so we, as, a, uh, as an American country, we are buying oil from other nations when we have it in our, in our own soil that we can drill and get it from the United States. Untapped resources. 85 million in 2007. 85 million a day. And we ain't run out. And we think when we go to God with our needs and our situations and our issues that we're bothering Him, that we're putting a burden on Him, that He can't handle my situation. <laughs> He'll never run out. You're not going to bankrupt, bankrupt heaven. He's never wrote a check that bounced. <laughs> Whatever He says, He can back it up. He's got the resources to back up whatever check he writes. He wrote a check for our salvation. He can back it up. He wrote a check for our healing. He can back it up. He wrote a check for our family. He can back it up. He wrote a check for our deliverance. He can back it up. He wrote a check for whatever you need in this life. And I promise you, he can back it up. You don't have to worry about any of his checks bouncing. Go to the bank with assurance. It'll, it'll be cashed. This is what Brother Bram says. Believe it's out of this in 1960. He said, my grandfather rode an ox cart. I'm driving a Ford V8. He said, my son will fly a jet plane. Don't take that as thus saith the Lord. <laughs> He's talking about the achievements getting from one stage to another. <clears throat> Moving from the ox cart to a Ford to an airplane. He said, we're moving on. That's what religion ought to be. The coming of the Lord is at hand. This is 1960. The coming of the Lord is at hand. The, ch the church ought to be moving on into the powers. Science can only climb so far, and then it has to drop off. But we got untapped resources that's never been touched. I don't know about you, that blows my mind. Never been touched? Then who's going to touch them? Which generation is going to tap into the untapped resources? Look around. This generation. Don't, don't look for a return ministry of Brother Adam. 
It's not going to happen. It's not scriptural. So we're going to fulfill this. The resources that were not tapped into, in his day, we're going to tap into it. He said the church, the church ought to be moving into these powers. See, that's why the devil fights us so bad. He don't want us to tap into the resources that God has for us. He wants to stop us. Oh, like the goldfish. Dump him out of the bowl into the ocean. He'll go in circles. Because he's got goldfish mentality. And he's got an ocean to swim in. And he swims in circles. Because he's went round and round so long in a goldfish bowl. That's all he can see. <laughs> can you imagine? Brother Bram said, a goldfish saying in the ocean, I need to drink sparingly. Has any of you been out on the ocean? I have. I've been out on the ocean to, to where you couldn't see land. That is a weird feeling. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I like to be able to see land. I might not can swim it, but I like to at least be able to see it from where I'm at. But I've been out there. You, you can't see land. How much water is there? Places in the ocean they've not found the bottom of. And so the goldfish says, I need to drink sparingly. I might run it, I might run it dry. No, you're not going to run it dry because it's, uh, it's the fountain of living waters that will never run dry. But we think our problems and our issues and our situations is going to burden God. Or He's not going to be able to, to take care of our situation. No, He's already took care of it. So go ahead and thank Him for taking care of it. We ask, we ask Him to do things He's already done. That's why I told the brothers, go ahead and thank God for my healing. Because He's already paid for it. Don't ask Him to go back to Calvary. Thank him for it. Brother Bram said, people leaving the platform, thank God for it. He said, don't look at symptoms, situations. You might get worse, but go ahead and thank you for your healing. Whether you feel it, whether you see it, whether you smell it, it don't matter. Thank you for it. Because it's bought and paid for. My, he said, we got untapped resource, untapped sources that's never been touched of the power unlimited of God that we ought to be moving into. So it goes to prove that we're living way below our privileges. What Adam fell from, Jesus restored. Are we living there? Are we living where Adam fell from? Ooh, quiet in here. There's not another Adam coming. Jesus was not only the second Adam, he was the last Adam. There's not another one coming. The first one fell from a certain position as God on the earth. Hello? With the ability to speak into existence. With the ability of the power of God unlimited in his mouth to speak and a tree move. To speak to the wind and it stop blowing. 
nature to obey His voice, whatever He says will come to pass. That's where He fell from. Are we living there? No, because we don't have enough faith behind the Word. Because see, having the Word's not enough. You've got to have faith in the Word. See, if you ain't got no works, then where's your faith? Hello? Oh, I got all the faith in the world. And they show me your works. They'd come in the prayer line and tell Brother Bram, oh, I, I got faith. He said, if you had faith, you, you wouldn't be in the prayer line. You know what prayer lines show? <laughs> Why are all these churches going back to prayer lines? When prayer lines show lack of faith. He said, if you had faith, you wouldn't be in there. These churches are proven they have no faith. If you can't take the word as it comes from my lips, as thus saith the Lord, a prayer line ain't going to do you a bit of good. Hello, somebody. I am God's mouthpiece to this church. No wonder the devil fought me so hard. My wife asked me on the way to church. I was so sick. I had my head in my hand. Any minute, I I thought uh, I was going to have to tell her to pull over. She said, what are you going to preach this morning? (laughs) What is the devil fighting you so hard over? I said, I have no idea what I'm going to preach this morning. I said, I never know what I'm going to preach. I just follow the Holy Spirit. Whatever he tells me to say, I just open up and let it come out. And he gets me in trouble, but that's all right. He'll take care of it. That's why he didn't want me to come to church this morning and preach this. Because there's a certain position, certain place we should be at right now. Right now. And it's not going back to a second pull ministry. Not looking for certain physical manifestations. No, we already have. Thus saith the Lord. It's already been given to us. Seven times around this planet. This message went. He said, I see my end at 56. My end at 56. He said, and if another one comes after this, call me a false prophet. As Jesus cried at the end of his ministry, it is finished. At the end of the seven church age messenger, what did it say? Revelation 10. The mystery of God should be. Hello. Finished. Completed. He don't have to come back and finish nothing. We are the finished mystery of God. Mm-hmm. We are the finished mystery of God. The untapped resources, where are they, Brother Daniel? I'll tell you where they're at. They're in you. Amen. Brother Ram said, even the rapture. We're looking for an event. The rapture's not an event. The rapture's a process. The rapture's already in you. Because as far as God is concerned, we're already glorified, which is rapture condition. That's what happens at the rapture. You're glorified. Death is taken out of this body. You don't get another body. 
It's the same body with no death in it. Same body, no death. The, re- the reason we get older, the reason we get uh, knee replacements, the reason we get uh, hip replacements, the reason we get gray hair, no hair, the reason we, we get wrinkles and is because of death. Death is in our mortal bodies. We're getting older. We're dying. We started dying about, about 23 to 25, somewhere along in there. But see, you didn't notice death come in, did you? You didn't wake up one morning and say, oh, I'm dying. No, you didn't. It was a process. Dying is a process. That's why Paul said, I die. I'm still dying. I repented the first time in 1985. I'm 53 years old and I'm still dying. Because death is a process. On our anniversary day, I posted some pictures of uh, me and Sister Lisa's wedding day. And I looked at those pictures, and I don't, I don't look like that anymore. <laughs> I don't look as Mexican anymore. <laughs> Just go look at those pictures, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, many people thought I was Mexican. I had Mexicans come up to me, start speaking to me in Spanish. I whoa, I said, no comprende, amigo. No hablo espanol. Here I am speaking Spanish to him, right? I'm telling him I don't speak Spanish in Spanish. <laughs> Not the shopper's knife in the drawer. <laughs> I looked at those pictures and a lot has changed. 33 years. It's not her fault. She didn't do this to me. <laughs> Get that out of the way. <laughs> I don't care who you're married to 33 years will put some age on you you can have a perfect marriage you're still going to (laughs) age I looked at those pictures and I thought wow man have I gotten ugly I've gotten fat I've actually gotten taller though you know, you know, the Bible says no man can add to his statue. I didn't. The doctor did. <laughs> I was proud about it, too. I, I called my kids over to the computer. I said, look at here. Mom and Dad is waiting today. Look how much taller I was than your mother. I said, now look how much taller I am. I'm a full head taller now. You look at our wedding day, half a head. I was half a head taller than her. Now I'm a whole head taller. After 33 years, I've become the whole head. (laughs) Brothers, it takes two knee replacements. I found the secret to become the head. And it's very painful. It leaves scars. You'll never walk the same. 
It's okay to laugh. It's all right to laugh. Some of you think it's a sin to laugh in church. No. You need a spoonful of it. What time is it? Man, I told Brother Brian it's going to be a short service. Here I am, making a liar again out of myself. You know, you know why I'm preaching longer? Because God touched me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, I, I feel like I could preach now. It's time to quit. <laughs> That's all right. I'll read a few more and I, then, then I'll quit when I'm done. <laughs> Hear you him in 1960. Listen carefully. All things are possible to them that believe. Now, there ain't three gods. So when he says to them that believe, he ain't talking. Talking about a trinity. He's talking about you. All. A-L-L. All things are possible to. If you say. But where is this power coming from? <laughs> Out of your belly. Brother Ram said the bride will have the same potentials as Jesus. Because it's the same seed. It's the same word. Can you say amen? I didn't receive a different seed. Because see, the Greeks came and said, Sirs, we would see Jesus. And Jesus didn't say, Hey, here I am. No, he pointed, pointed then to his death. He said, he said, Except a corn of wheat go into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it goes in the ground and dies, it brings forth many more after its own kind. Same seed. The, the vision Brother Branham had of the preview of the bride, the same church in the book of Acts was the same bride at the end. Same seed. Whatever goes in the ground brings forth after its own kind. I'm, I, I'm of the Jesus kind. That's the seed that went into the ground. Hello, somebody. Except before 72 hours, that seed got up so that he could come back in me. Amen. As the same seed, the same word made flesh. Not a different one. So that's why in the church age book, Brother Brown said, we have the same potentials. So, okay, so you take two peach seeds. We're in Georgia. Peach. Plant a peach seed. What do you expect to get? You plant the other peach seed. What do you expect to get? If you expect to get anything else than peaches... There's a 1-800 number for you for mental health. So why should we expect anything different from us than what Jesus produced? Amen. Within us is untapped resources. Within the earth, if you dig deep enough, you'll find gold. If you're at the right place. Silver, copper, where do these things come from? We, we, we take all these things for granted. But they're mined from the heart of the earth. All these metals and these, these rare jewels and diamonds and things like that are mined from the earth. The earth produces it. Where's this power, this untapped resources, where, where's it going to come from? From within you. 
This earth. When God created the earth in Genesis 1, He created it with seeds already in it. So everything you have need of for this earthly journey was already in you. That's why I said we pray and ask God for things we already have. Mm. I'm going to read this and I'm going to quit. Slowly. Lord, show us the Father. He says, what you have to do with a tree, you take a tree, you plant it in the ground, and you have to water it, and as you water it, it doesn't do nothing but drink, drink, drink. That's right. It has to drink more than its portion. <laughs> and the more it drinks, the, the bigger it swells up. It just pushes out limbs, then it pushes out leaves, then it pushes out blossoms, then it pushes out apples. Is that right, he says? And that's the way a Christian is. We are planted together in Christ Jesus, who is the inexhaustible fountain of life. We're planted in Christ, and we just drink and drink and drink and push out. And everything we have need of for the earthly journey, divine healing, the power of God, all these other things is in every individual in here that's received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. For you're planted in Christ. He says, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost baptism, yes, sir, and everything you have need of for this life's journey, even the rapture, is right in you then. So what's going to bring on the rapture, Brother Daniel? We've got to get, get to drinking. I want it to be told of me. I have a drinking problem. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And not, not just drink a little bit. You know, sit, there's drinkers and there's sippers. You know those social drinkers with the pinky hanging, you know. No, honey, give me a big glass. You know, uh, 7-Eleven used to have the, they called the big gulp. It was like 44 ounces of drink. You know you ain't going to drink all that, but you filled all the way to the t top, didn't you? I did. Got the biggest one they had, the big gulp. Oh, those people come to church that are just sippers. Oh, I got my portion. I'm good. Oh. No, no, no. Mm. Are you done with that? <laughs> I'm going to start eating off your plate. I'm going to start drinking out of your glass. If you ain't going to finish it, I'm going to finish it for you. I'm going to get more than my portion. Because, see, I can't grow out if I don't drink in. I can't show the fruits of the Spirit if I don't drink in. I'll drop and die. I want this church to be a drinking church. To have drinking problem. And expect, expect the same effects. As these uh, trees out here drink in. You know they're drinking by the fruit they're bearing. And if they're not bearing fruit, then they're not drinking. The tree tells on itself what, whether it's been drinking or not. You tell on yourself. Are you growing in Christ or not? That's the truth. 
And if you're drinking, you're growing. He said, all you got to do is ask. So come back for a second portion. And a third. Keep drinking. And just keep drinking. Oh, I got a drinking problem. Because I want to grow. When I got to church this morning, I wasn't satisfied with where I was at. Anybody with me? I wanted to grow from where I, where I was at this morning. So I come to church with, with an opportunity to grow. Get better or get worse. That's my choice. If you, if you leave here worse, that was your choice. But you had an opportunity to drink in and grow a little bit. Or grow a lot. Depends on how much you drink. It's inexhaustible. It's not going to run out. So when you come to church, bring a big cup. Bring you a barrel. And expect him to fill it up. He's not going to run out. He's not going to run dry. You get whatever you expect. Let's stand. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the touch this morning. Hallelujah. I never expected to preach this long, but then Jesus came. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes you just got to press on. Make a little sacrifice. I could have stayed home this morning, but who's going to preach? I didn't, I, I didn't have nobody in the bullpen this morning. <laughs> so I thought about my Lord walking up Mount Calvary. Uh, he was hurting way more than I was hurting. He, he was sicker than I was sick. And he still walked it. Carrying the sins of the world on his back. Mine was enough for him to fall under the weight of my sins alone. And yet, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And we are told to take up our cross daily and follow him. Take up your cross and follow him. We all got a cross to bear. God gave me a song years ago. I got it somewhere in my archives. We all got a cross to bear. But we've also got one to share. Because remember, my friend, Jesus didn't make it all the way by himself. Somebody helped share his burden. God didn't call you to this journey to walk it by yourself. He called you to a body. Hello? Reach out to the body. When your body gets sick, you know what your body does? It reaches out to the healthy cells. It says, I need help. The sick cells in your body, the ones that are weak, the ones that are sick and diseased and infirm, reach out to the other cells that are healthy. That's how they get their healing, from the body. You can't stay away from the body and expect to grow. Because see, if you cut off my finger and just leave it laying there... and, and disconnect it from my body it's going to die you got to have life blood flowing through, through it in order for, for it to stay alive so, 
Don't be ashamed to call somebody say, pray for me. See, pride keeps us from asking for help. You better swallow that pride. Reach out to somebody say, hey, I'm at a weak spot. Would you remember me in prayer? Because I promise you, that person you're talking to has experienced a weak spot. There's nothing wrong with reaching out and asking for help. But our pride, especially men, that male ego, when I ask nobody, I can do it by myself. Car run out of gas, people asking, you need help pushing that car? No, I'll push this car by myself. You're an idiot. I'm going to recruit all the help I can get. That's why God put us in a body to reach out to the body. When we need help, when we're low in spirit, when our faith, faith is weak, hello somebody, reach out. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be ashamed. We're all fighting battles. We're all fighting hell. We're all being tormented, but it's time for us to turn the tables. We're in a season of a, a switch. Things are switching around here. I don't know if you notice things, but it's switching. Satan's fighting harder than he's ever fought. You know why? Because he know, knows there's an on-road visitation. That's why Sarah was a little fussy that morning. Because God was on his way to visit Abraham and Sarah. Give me G. I'm going to turn it over to Brother Brian. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Well, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Well, I promised him that I'll serve him till I die. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Sing it now. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I'm on the battlefield 
pastor and helping helping to get through the sermon this morning amen never really had a doubt but it's always wonderful to see it amen god is so good to us isn't he amen let's sing this little song and uh then we'll be the same key then we'll be dismissed i want to know how it feels to make my way down the streets of gold i want Talk with the saints of old. I want to know what it's like to rest my feet by the river of life. I've heard of heaven and I know that it's real. I want to know how it
talk with the saints of old I want to know what it's like